Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Night. 6.38 p.m. Not streaming live on Pride 48. It's time for Mixed Finest. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Wouldn't it be... It really only matters if you're live streaming as to what day it is. So I was doing more of that. Um, have you seen the, the national anthem sung by Maya Rudolph? I, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I was, you know, where she just like mixes up the words and everything. And she's like uh, through the benight. Is it a, is it a comedy thing? Yeah, like yeah, is yeah. she because she's yeah. a comedian or something, right? This was a thing on Saturday Night Live from years ago where she sang, let me see if I can pull this up here. Uh, she it was she was playing the part of some housewife who had won a contest to sing the national anthem at the 2006 World Series. And so she's singing it. Let me see if it is, she gets to the uh, to the actual bit here where she's singing. It's got to jump right. Here we go. Here we go. The Blues Baratus Stripes and Right Yeah, so I was doing that. I was I was just more I was just There was just making up words. I don't know. How are you doing, Adam? I, it's, uh, I'm we were, good. How are you? We, we we should point out to people, we we normally stream this show live on Friday evenings in front of a live chat audience, and so there's a certain amount of energy involved with that that we're not doing. Today is just Sunday. It's 6.30. We're just trying to, because of our busy, extensive travel life this past week. Yeah. I'm excited to hear... How everything went with you. Uh, I mean, I have. Well, you're going to have to wait until my other know. show. Uh, oh, you know, that darn Elvis with with Scott, because I feel I like thought you don't I thought you don't say the name of that show. Am I not supposed to say that? You can bleep that out if you want. No, to. no, we we don't say the name of the show on the show. You just said it. <laughs> but that's this is not the show. Oh, I see. So I have to wait for I have to wait for your other show to hear hear the story of your your travels. Well, yeah, because I feel like Scott and I have RVing in common because he used oh. to be an RVer. And so I feel like there would be more relatable story. I mean, we'll cover it briefly, but I'll tell you what, the entire uh, internet universe wants to know about Adam. They want to know about one thing and one thing only, <laughs> and that is what you said on the last version or the last episode of Throwing Down with Joe and Adam. Um, what did I, I say? I uh, was gifted a an RSS feed by Joe Batance, who said, "Hey, I will I will let you listen to Throwing Down. Here's a, here's an RSS link just for you, so that you can listen to R to to uh, Throwing Down without paying, yeah without paying because you know I'm a cheapskate. He, he told me that. I, yeah. Well, he mentioned it. I believe, and uh, I feel bad. I feel bad that you know he's giving me free stuff, but you know, hey, you know, probably." <laughs> One meal a week now that he would have been able to eat. He's now not able to eat because you isn't cannot like, even be bothered. Wait, isn't to it pay. like a dollar a month or two dollars a month or well, something? I mean, you know, he I probably hardly think that's cheaply. a meal. I, where, where exactly would you eat? Well, that's not. He he eats those taco trucks, and they're all like thirty nine cents for a taco and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. You could probably eat for a couple of bucks at a taco truck. Yeah. So anyway, you you got an RSS. You got a special feed. And so I was so excited. I was coming back from from Disney on July because, again, for those of you who don't know, we haven't talked for two weeks because we we took July fourth off. So I haven't talked. So I'm coming back from Disney because we went over to Disney uh, the day before July fourth, 
And we were coming back and I was so excited because I'd gotten the RSS feed while I was at Disney. So I, I downloaded the, the latest episode and I was going to listen to it on the way home. And I'm like, oh boy, I'm going to get to hear my very first episode of, <laughs> of throwing down. I don't even know what I said. As we came back. <laughs> and like one of the first things is, you know what? You know what really bugs me about Daniel Brewer uh. is that he, he will interrupt <laughs> me when I'm trying to. To tell a story that, because I've already told it on the Geeky Gay, and and, and he'll he, tell me that I've already told it on he'll Geeky tell Gay, you, and then, yeah. And I get so mad because I just want to talk about it, and I, and I'm like, oh my god, that is so not the point. My my complaint, Adam, just so we get this perfectly clear, if I you would talk like to, if you talk about something on the Geeky Gay, yeah, which on you know I listen ga- to, Daniel, Geeky Gay. It, can there, you get, there's no can the. you, well you can get to the geekygay.com well, well if, i can't help what domains people buy but i'm just telling you so you know i listen to geeky gay i do so I do if know you that. talk about something on geeky gay you know that i'm already going to know you're talking about and so i don't yeah. have a problem with you wanting to have discussion around something that you've already talked about that's perfectly fine and that's fair what i get what I what I try to stop you from doing, and I apologize, I should have been clearer on this in the past, is that you are a uh, a rambler. So sometimes you you'll take a circuitous route to get to the main subject. Well, I do feel like and and, and you and, start you start rambling, you know, you start doing all the ancillary things, and I what I'd really prefer to you to say is like, hey. As I talked about on my show, there was this trip, and let me just tell you, it was a trip to New Jersey that we went to, and we had some things happen. If you want to hear about them, you can hear about it. I'm a geeky gay, but I want to talk to you, Daniel, about blah, blah, blah. So, like, that's fine, but you do the entire, you know, almost word-for-word word resetup of the story that we've already heard. So, that's all I was – that was well, what? I do, but what if there are listeners who do not listen to geeky gay? That's what I'm saying. Gay. It's okay to resynopsize what's they, happened, but they don't need to have the full – well, Color, I, colorful know, treatment. I'll, I'll, I'll take that in. I'll take that into. I mean, but, uh, it, it, but here's the thing. The, the, the real thing that I think people on the Internet really want to know, Adam, is we talk once a week for yeah. hours before we actually start our podcast. Hours. Hours after we do our uh-huh. podcast. We chat. We talk. You, you never brought this up. It's like, so I have to hear that you're upset about something no, that I'm doing. Know. You know, well, I, I didn't know that it bugs I, you to that extent. Every time I brought it up. Well, first of all, it's not like I lose sleep over it. I was just saying, Joe, I'm so happy that when I tell a story, because Joe also listens to Geeky mm-hmm. Gay. Mm-hmm. And what Joe and, does, I noticed what I noticed that Joe did is that he jumps right in and immediately resynopsizes in a very. So, so he takes that away from you of letting maybe, you because you're just like, because I was I woke up and it was a Saturday and the skies were blue. And I thought to myself, well, you know what? I want to go out and mow the yard, but I couldn't because I had to go to the store. So I went to the store. It's like, yeah, there's a story about going mm-hmm. to the store. So it, for those of you who don't know, Adam went to Wawa on Saturday and this happened. See what I'm saying? It, mm. it, you know, I'm just trying to cut out the, the preamble and stuff. So. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, take, I'll make I'll production notes, uh, you know, yeah. and, and other I, than that, I believe, I mean, I think, go ahead. I believe I would have said that to you or I felt like I have said that to you before, but I think he told me before I even brought that up uh-huh. that you were getting the RSS feed. So it's not like I was hiding anything from you, you know? Oh, no, no. I know. He said at that time, he said, well, you know, Daniel's going to start listening to the show. He's like, I don't I don't care. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I I felt attacked on my way back from Disney. Oh, please. I felt attacked. On my way back from ruined my Independence Day, Adam. Just well, completely I've, ruined my Independence Day. Thank you very much. I aim uh, to please. I, I hope you're happy. You know, I don't. You know. I, I think leaving the the country is probably a good thing to do on on July Fourth because I'd forgotten. I don't know why I forget, but I forget every year that it's the the night of the pet terror. So it's like I'm glad that we mm. stayed home on July Fourth because Princess was like hiding in the closet. You know, in the very back of the closet underneath a, a pile of clothes and, and whatnot. Just didn't like that. Not a fan of the the booming in the sky. Just not a fan. I don't know. Now, I can't even think of whether Sydney. Sydney is my dog, for anyone who doesn't know. I, I can't think of whether. I We've had fireworks going off in the neighborhood 
And I can't remember. She doesn't react. I think the only thing that she would do is bark because any noise that she hears, she wants to bark. She wants to protect the homestead. But no, uh, no. Prince is the opposite. Our cat. No, she's the opposite. She thunder, any kind of thunder or booming or popping outside. She, she takes cover. But I know that's common for animals to be scared of the fireworks. We didn't have any fireworks. Oh, um, we were in St. Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who don't know, and uh, there was they, they don't believe in the 4th of July over there. Aren't no, they, I don't know. Aren't they, they U.S. territory? <laughs> they are. <laughs> well, um, I think it was due to COVID because oh. it's weird because you would think because it's a U.S. territory and it's also very vacationer heavy. Mm-hmm. And I would think that the 4th of July weekend. Now, it is hurricane season. Yes. So maybe that plays into it a little bit because maybe they're thinking, well, we're not going to spend thousands of dollars doing this because this is during hurricane season and we're not going to have as many. I don't know the numbers. I don't know how many tourists they have during, you know, Fourth of July weekend. I just would have thought, oh, you know, travel on Fourth of July. But they only do it one island. One of the islands does it. And it's St. John. But, you know, it's fairly they're fairly close together, St. Thomas and St. John. So if St. John had done fireworks, we would have been able to see them go to the beach or whatever and look that direction. And, you know, but um, I think because of covid, they canceled most of the big it's a long story, but Uh they apparently have this big carnival in St. John that happens for a month uh, during June. Yeah. And so they have all these costumed people and women wearing these feather things in their hair and going around and dancing and, you know, parades yeah. at, and all you, this you stuff. Hit your mic stand and everything because you were, you were gesticulating wildly for those of you and, who don't know. Yeah, he was dancing. And they end it with a big rigmarole yeah. with fireworks on July 4th. They didn't do that. I think something, no, something like that. But they didn't this year. They just had a thing. On their website saying, oh, we're having a musical event and only 400 tickets and you have to be vaccinated or something. I don't remember. You know, it's it's interesting because a lot of times we get so focused on our country that we fail to realize that as many problems as we're having getting people vaccinated here, uh, not due to lack of the vaccine or due to cost because it's free and it's readily available, but just due to people being idiots and not wanting to get vaccinated. For whatever reason, um, we we often forget that we're miles ahead of almost every other country on Earth. Even uh, other NATO countries are nowhere near the percentage. You know, they're not, they're not getting anywhere close to half of their population being vaccinated. So, when you talk about these Caribbean destinations or these other destinations where there might be tourists, um, yeah, it it. It, you have to remember that other countries are in different situations. There's still the pandemic is still right. Just because we're at a point now where if you are fully vaccinated, you're reasonably protected from almost everything uh, COVID related. Um, other countries just aren't to that point yet where they have. Well, it. it's I, like you, I wouldn't know about the rest of the U.S. Daniel. I live in Arkansas. No, I get that. And get we that. have like a 30 percent vaccination <laughs> exactly. rate. So, you know, I no, But actually, though. Um, St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands, from what they said, mm-hmm. um, they're, they have a very high percentage of vaccinate, vaccinated people. Yeah, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that the Virgin Islands, most they rely on tourists coming in. And those, yeah. uh, those tourists aren't just from the U.S. So that's probably right. why there's vaccine cards and stuff like that, because you're going to have U.K. people that could get in there that aren't, maybe not be vaccinated because they don't yeah. they don't have that set up yet. But the um, I wanted to. Uh, Say something and then it lost. I lost it. I lost it, Adam. I lost it. I don't remember. Okay. Well, quickly, I I know we're jumping around, but quickly, I'll just mention, um, I just wanted to give an attic update. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, everyone, everyone's very concerned about your attic. Have I mentioned it on the show? I don't even know if I've mentioned it on the show. So I have this. you, You have an attic. I have. Well, there's this, there's this space. The final That some people would call an attic. Yes. Where the AC is. It's at the top of your house. Yeah, it's at the top of the house. And they were so nice. Uh, My studio is on the second floor and they were so nice. There's a walk-in closet and there's a door in that walk-in closet and it leads Mm -hmm. to this attic space. To the attic. So the attic space is not above the second floor. It's just on the second floor. It's on the second floor. Got it. 
And so, um, but there, it's not, I mean, I suppose I, I get scared walking around attics, like just on the beat because I have, I've stepped through a ceiling before. Okay. So you were having a floor put in. So I decided, you know what? I, I have a job. I make money. I'm going to have a floor. I'm not going to do it myself because I don't want to step through the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a floor put in and I was really excited about it. Mm-hmm. They used three and quarter we, inch plywood. Yeah, they did because yeah. they said, if you ever want to make this a room. Yeah, you'll need the three quarter inch. That's you'll need the three quarter inch. So we'll go ahead and do that now. And then if you decide to do Look that, you know, whatever. So I, um, so I paid my, actually my stepfather's comp he owns a handyman business. Mm-hmm. So I paid them to come over and I was, we thought they were going to do it the day we were leaving for St. Thomas. And so we weren't going to be around and I was a little bit worried about it, but it worked out that it was going to rain or something and they needed to flip flop us. So they actually came on Thursday and there was not much to report, but it is a fine looking, a fine looking room. It is. They did a really good job there. They, cre- they created stairs because it's a, I, I think I've mentioned it before, but the area that I wanted flooring on is a little, it's two to, it's about three feet higher. Yeah. Because we have high ceilings in the living room and that's where it is. I guess it's directly over the living room. And so they built stairs. They built a, a rail on the stairs. It's, it's nice and flat. And today, yes. uh, anyway, it looks great. I debated on whether, you know, I, we have some leftover flooring and I thought, hmm, I could put some flooring oh, there. But why? Oh, no, why? Why it's would I attic. do that? It's an attic. So, uh, so today I actually um, got two of the shelves that we have in the garage, dismantled them, brought them up to the attic, put them up. Put everything there and it it's looking great. I'm just really okay. happy about it. I don't know why I'm so happy about an attic. I have no idea. But, but you're, it's, you're very it's fantastic. It. I am. I mean, well, that's good. I mean, it's 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 always good that that you should should have an attic. Maybe uh, it adds maybe it adds value to the house. Maybe I when when we're selling in five or ten years, we can say, look, there's a floor in the floor attic. And there's a uh, songs will be written. There's a floor <laughs> in the attic of Adam and Mittens. It's a very nice floor, so level and flat. See, it's uh, it'll be from <laughs> from Adam it, Burns the musical. If um, it wasn't as hot as Hades in there, it actually would have been a perfect video studio if I ever wanted to do video because it's a very large open space and I could mount lights and. You know, green screen and all that, but it is. Ooh, I'd only be able to do videos in the winter time because yeah, it is super hot. Not. Yeah, because there's no there's no insulation or drywall on the walls or anything. It's basically right. you're you're roofing. It's, it's it's yes. There's nothing between you and the roof other than the backside of the roof. That is correct. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, so there we go. I've I've listened. I've now listened to throwing down Adam. I'm very. Oh, it was good. I enjoyed it. We're happy to have you. Uh, we're we're. I, I won't talk about you anymore because now that you're listening, right? Exactly. Although you could go back on the back. I don't know if I've look. I don't remember what I've said on any of my shows. So mm-hmm. who knows? I could. I but, could go back, especially after this week of the the. Uh, what am I trying to say? The the scarcity of podcasts this last week. This always happens on holidays, right? So mm-hmm. there was there was no geeky gay for the entire week. There was no uh, other shows that I'm used to, like Cord Killers didn't put out their episode because they took off for July Fourth, and some other people took out. And of course, we took off for July Fourth. So yeah, it creates this this lull in podcasting. A on vacuum. These holidays. That's right. So and I well, and if you because, ever want to hear how I really a, feel. We had a hurricane here and I had some weather event in the RV stuff that I was working on. And so I never got around to posting the pre and the post show for Elvis even. So, oh, well, if you ever want to know how I really feel. Yes. You listen to throwing down because. Oh, because that one's behind a paywall. Yeah. Um, occasionally I will say things on there that I wouldn't say on. Other, I, oh. Not really. I'm like I'm talking bad about people, but well, if you want to hear Adam talk bad about people, then it's, but if it's, you want to hear yeah. Adam talk bad about people, you just know, go over to patreon.com patreon.com afterthought media, right? Patreon after. Yeah, I I'm guess. trying it right now. I'm trying it right now. Afterthought media live, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash afterthought media is the place that you want to go to. And you know what? You can be a member for three bucks a month for three bucks a month. You can get catching up, throwing down all the non-drag related content and access to the Afterthought Discord server. Um, well, he should update that because catching up doesn't exist anymore. 
Uh, well, it says right here for three bucks a month, I, mean, they I get don't access do. to uh, catching <laughs> they, up. So, well, maybe you get the old feed, but I they don't, don't do any new shows anymore. I don't know. Uh, if for five bucks a month, you get, you get the bonus podcast and I think you get the drag related stuff. So, so five bucks a month for the drag related stuff, three bucks a month for the non-drag related stuff. Uh, or you just whine about it on your own podcast long enough that Joe Batanz hears it and goes like, okay, fine. I'll give you <laughs> the just damn fine. Feed. I'll give you fine. I'll let you listen to the damn show. Um, you know, I, I want to say about Patreon. Yes. And I'm sure it's good mm-hmm. for the people who are on Patreon, but I used to really enjoy looking at the Patreon for a podcast that I like and seeing how much money they're making. I don't yes. know why I, I yes. liked to go and, Oh, I wonder how much daily tech news show is making on, you know, or I wonder right. how, and I, Oh, they're making $10,000 a month. Look at that, you know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now they've changed it so that the show has the option of whether or not they want to show that piece of information. Yeah. And like all of them have removed it, but you can't, yeah. you can't see what they're making now. I'm like, Oh, that's not fair. I want to know what you're making. Well, that's, anyway. you know, the same on YouTube, right? You, you have the option on your YouTube channel to hide your views and your subscriber count. Um, I don't do that. I, ours is right out there. Ours, our, uh, YouTube channel that I do with my partner, WDW aristocrats, we cannot for the life of us get to a thousand subscribers. We're, we've been at nine thirty eight, <laughs> and somewhere between nine thirty five and nine thirty eight for the longest time. Uh, we just can't seem to get over that hump. So, you know, uh, we have a we have a Pride 48 weekend coming up uh, July 23rd through the 25th. We do. I think on all of the shows that you're on, which is like all of them, right? Right. Yeah. Um, You and I are on most of the shows, I believe. It's pretty much just 48 hours of Adam and Daniel. That's what Uh, it is. You could do a little subscriber drive. I could. I could just. You could start the weekend with the counter. Mm -hmm. Here's where we're at. You know, I want to get to, you know, whatever. And I mean, we have a good 100 listeners, Pride 48. I'm sure if all of them aren't already subscribed, you could <clears throat> get, you know, a few more. Yeah. I'll yeah. To, I'll have to, have to get it. You know, speaking of the Pride 48 weekend, Adam, you know, it happens July 23rd through the 25th. It's over at pride48.com. It's, it runs all weekend long, starting at what time are we starting? 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Friday. Sure. All the way up until 9 p.m. on uh, uh, Sunday, the 25th, the 25th. Uh, and one of the things this year that's new this year is, uh, I reached out to Madge Weinstein and I asked her to, to come and, and, and participate. And she said, absolutely. I'll do that. Uh, thank you for asking. And it was just one of those whole things. I've talked about it before on this show where I had, uh, you know, it, it got weird, that very first year that we did pride 48 in the years after, because we were, we were pretty much nobody. So like, Asking, you know, just cold calling people and asking them to join you. We were relying more on the audience to ask people to join because you and I, you know, who who the hell are we, right? I didn't know at the time you were a nobody. See, I thought you oh, were a big name in podcasting. And I thought, oh, well, yeah. Daniel's going to bring all the. And now, you know, now, years now you, later, yeah. I hear that you now, were you also a nobody. The clock, if you roll the clock back to when we started, 2008, 2009, somewhere in there. It's like that was right after the first big wave of podcasting. And Madge Weinstein was a huge name. Um, not to say that she isn't still a huge name, but, you know, you would see Madge uh, referred to in the same articles as like Adam Curry and stuff. So it was, it was very intimidating. Anyway, it's not important. It's all been resolved. Uh, we invited her. She's coming is going to be fun, but I just wanted to play you this clip, Adam. This was on her latest show. For the first time ever, I'm going to be part of the pride 48 thing that they do. They do like a, it's, it's a group of queer podcasters that, um, they've been doing it for, I think since like 2009 or 2011. I can't remember. Yeah. Nine. And they do these um, annual 48-hour, like, yeah. well, I don't know if it's all 48 hours, but it's no, like a marathon of podcasting. Yeah. And um, I always used to think I was too good for it, but really, I just never got invited. <laughs> <laughs> so they finally invited me, and I thought, sure, why not? Yay! So that'll be fun. So that's, I think, July 23rd. Well, Madge, if you're listening. Morning. Yes. Uh, Madge, if you're listening, uh, we we didn't invite people, so that was because Daniel apparently was too self conscious and felt like he wasn't 
he was a nobody. <laughs> and so we didn't invite people because, you know, we were being very right. self-deprecating. We didn't think anyone would love no, us. The, the whole point was everyone and, uh, was invited. Yeah, everyone was invited. <laughs> everyone we didn't invite anyone specifically because everyone was invited. And if we started inviting individual people, then it would be like, well, why didn't I get mine? And it, it was just, it was going to be like this this slippery slope of stuff. Anyway, it's all fixed now and we're, we're all happy. And so all fixed. Yeah. So Madge will be there. Ooh, something, something just beeped on my computer. Here. Uh, Madge is going to be there. And so we're looking forward to that. She's going to be uh, opening night on Friday. I think yeah. after Archer or before Archer. So I don't have the after schedule. After Archer. Yeah. After Archer. It's big fatty and then Archer and then Madge. And then, um, Madge, by the way, and since then drag race recap. So it's like, it's, it's a big, it big is. opening night there. We got a lot of uh, old school podcasters plus uh, Drag Race Recap. So. If you want a, a preview of Drag Race Recap before you go and pay the $5 a month, uh-huh. you can listen to it that right. night. They're That's currently right. recapping uh, All-Stars, I believe. That's right. All-Stars, um, 20, All-Stars 26 or something. What is the uh, whatever the current All-Stars is. Since we're talking about Pride 48 and, and you and I only talk when we record shows, um, have you done a script for uh, Auntie Scott and sent the list over? So, Adam, several weeks ago, we uh, I think that uh, <laughs> there was a discussion either in the pre-show or the post-show. I'm not entirely sure which one. We were talking about the purity of rainwater. Oh, you're just, okay. Wow, you're just sure. Uh, uh, I, what I'm trying to say, I no, I haven't written a script okay. for Scott well, yet. I, it's on my list, Adam. It's okay. on my list. Uh, we got plenty of time. We got plenty of time. By the way, next day of the station is going to be, uh, July 16th. So, uh, before Mix Minus, this coming Friday, July 16th, uh, join us for Mix Minus, I mean, for the, uh, uh, state of the station over on Pride 48, uh, we'll be streaming live on Pride48.com at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, Friday night, July yes, 16th. Yes, we will. Yeah. And then Pass. stay around for this very show. Well, not this After very that. show, but this, this, another episode of this show yes yeah you won't hear us repeat this that would be crazy <laughs> adam pure rainwater cures arthritis does it now you can end the agony of arthritis pain with rainwater and the nice thing about rainwater is that it's abundant you don't need a prescription and it's free declared dr philo montaki who i'm sure that's a real name i'm sure that's not made up at all uh who headed the seven-year study leading to the discovery of the rainwater cure so uh <laughs> Apparently what you have to do is you soak in rainwater for 30 minutes a day. And because the water is so pure, Adam, it will leach the toxins out of your body and uh, completely eliminate all the pain from arthritis. So uh, there you go. So uh, you shouldn't be scared of drinking rainwater is what I'm trying to say, Adam. It's it's a miracle cure. Oh, our, our, was this, wait, now, was this in the rundown that our producer sent us, or is this literally you researched something? Because I don't remember what we talk about, so now I'm confused. It is, uh, it might have been some supplemental information that okay. our, our research department provided to me. Were we talking about rainwater, or were we, we talking were. about snow? No, we were talking about rainwater, and we were okay. talking about how you, you believe that rainwater was dirty. All right, yeah. Well, it must be. Right. It's not. It's not, Adam. <laughs> Even not though true. you've evidently got some evidence there that it's I do. not. I, do. I mean, it's falling through all this pollution and mm-hmm. crap in the sky. Dr. I mean, Philo sure. Montaki, who I'm sure is a real person, is uh, says it's not also okay. uh, included in this article. Cauliflower increases increases your sex drive. So uh, it's it's very, uh, you know. This came from the Weekly World News in 1995, but I'm sure oh. that it's uh, <laughs> it is heavily okay. scientifically researched and absolutely completely true. Well, Adam, I mean, it, look, it could be pure. It, it could be. I just mm-hmm. I have no scientific. I've I've not done any research. I mm-hmm. I'm not a scientist. Mm-hmm. But you don't even However, play one on, you don't even play one on TV. No, I don't. But I just feel like there's there's particles of things floating around in the air (laughs) dust for instance the other day when they when they created my attic floor Mm -hmm. from nothing you know and on the seventh day they created the attic attic floor (laughs) they did um there was all this dust that accumulated in the garage because they had to cut some wood and all that sawdust went all over the place on my car on everything and now everything has a fine coating 
you know, there's probably sawdust particles floating in the atmosphere right now <laughs> because of my attic. And if it rained, yes, then I would be drinking sawdust particles from the rain. That's that's all mm. I'm saying. You know, mm. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm dubious. Do you want to hear about my rental car? I do, Adam, because I know that that this was a oh a, a big bone of contention with the whole rental car thing. In fact, it's not just you, but I know that a lot of people over the the holiday weekend when there was a shortage in rental cars in different places were actually renting U-Haul trucks. Because well, let me tell you, the rental car companies wanted to charge like seventy dollars a day. And you can rent a, a U-Haul pickup truck for 20 bucks a day. So people were, or $29 a day. So people were just renting U-Haul pickup trucks uh, instead yeah. of rental cars. So what did you, I, were you able to get a rental car in the Virgin Island? We, we were. So, I, and I'll just give you a flavor because it's, it's a very in-depth story, but I'll, I'll try to hit the, the high points. Okay. We, we land in yes. St. Thomas and I immediately go up to the rental desk yes. and it's, it's a bad sign. There are people standing there with very unhappy faces. Yes. And there's a there's a guy in front of me who's like, well, we'll just wait. We'll just wait it out. They'll get one eventually. They'll have one. eventually. You stand in that line over there and I'll stand in there. I'm like, oh, my God, they don't have rental car. Like what? But we already have a reservation. But now I have had. Yes. Experiences where I've had a reservation. And it didn't mean Jack. And it didn't mean shit. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. So I was a little bit worried, but I, I waited in. I waited in the line. Mm hmm. And uh, there are only two people up there working and uh, I get there and, and she says, um, and I can't do the accent, but they have kind of a Jamaican sounding accent. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't you know? I don't know. Whatever their accent is. Oh, Adam. Yeah. Um, I, mm -hmm. I have two, <laughs> mm -hmm. I have uh, two cars. We've got a car for you. Yes. But we're the only ones here. Um, I have to go check it because uh, it was just returned. And uh, she's like, you just, you just, just stay right here. And, uh, and I'll, I'll go back. So I sit there and wait and everybody, you know, all these people coming up she and probably just, she probably just went on a smoke break. She just needed well, an excuse know. to go outside and smoke. And uh, so, all these people coming up to me and, uh, Hey, do they have cars? Hey, you know, does this enough cars? You know, we're doing the, you know, Hey, do you, do you know how to get a car? Uh, I'm like, well, I've got a car because I had a reservation. You don't have a car. You could have made so much money. You could have sold your reservation um, for twice the amount yeah probably but anyway so she comes back i we get a car but this is the deal there yes. were no cars none we were lucky because we had the reservation and luckily they did hold a car for us they didn't clean now, it but that now, was hold fine on, hold on hold on were you lucky or was it because your partner mark well basically insisted that you get a reservation for a rental car and reminded you his Mark is a planner and Mark had that on his checklist from before to make sure that you had a rental car reservation. Well, I would love to give Mark credit, but that is one of the areas I never go somewhere without a reservation for my rent. I don't walk up to a rental car counter and say, Hey, do you have a car? Like never. Right. I always. So yeah, sure. He was very organized and the trip went so smoothly. Because of how organized everything was, like no problems. But I always rent my car early. Now, I did because of him, I did start a little bit earlier than I normally would have looking because he reminded me, hey, remember, there are rental car shortages. You need to look, you know, so that was that was him. So anyway, got a car. But um, what kind of car was it? It was a Hyundai Accent. Oh, um, you know, my my former car, the one I just traded in for my truck was a Hyundai Veloster. Oh, no. Well, I probably knew that, but who knows? Okay, so here's the deal, though. Um, I hated their radios. God, I hate their radios. I don't remember when this happened, Daniel, but at some point, mm -hmm. I went to turn on the car, and it gave me some hesitation. Okay. Meaning, it didn't want to start. I had to try a few times. And, uh, and, but no, no cars, right. no cars. I got the last one. We right. were literally the last one in, in St. Thomas. Mm -hmm. Well, we had a trip to St. John that involved us getting on a car ferry. Yes. And I had been having it. Luckily it started every time, but I had been having issues where 
we would go out in the morning or whatever and it would, you know, whatever. I'm like, but oh, it's it's the last one, you know, last one on the island. Can't get anything else. So uh, I was so worried the morning of the the St. John trip. I was like, oh, God. Because I've been on ferries in I'm the U.S. I'm on the ferry and then it won't start and I'm going to be no, holding exactly. up traffic. Uh, exactly. That is exactly what I said to him. I'm like, Mark, we, I, I'm like, I can't stop the engine. We can't. We've got to stay in the car. And I said, what if this is one of those where they make you? Because I've, I swear to God, I've been on a ferry before where they've made you turn your car off. Yes. Uh, luckily, though, I, we got on and they didn't. Because they didn't really have a lot of lounge area. They, it was a small car ferry, not a huge car ferry at all. And uh, the only other thing about that is they make you on these car ferries to St. John. They make you back onto the ferry. Oh. And I'm not a good backer in general. But then backing onto a ferry where you've got ocean on both sides of this ferry. And I've got a, you know, and there's a backup camera, but I don't trust those. Oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're I mean, probably I, lying. They're it's probably like it looks lying. like a video game in front of you. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, probably I all weird. rendered from it's, it's not yeah. actually what's behind your car. It's just a computer representation of what's behind your car. Exactly. And uh, I was able to do it, but whew, it was scary. So I'm like, we've got to keep the car on. Mm-hmm. So this was my traumatic experience luckily no issues with the car that day but i was very traumatized because i was like oh my god it's gonna stop on the ferry and then so the next day we 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 or that night we transition from bluebeard's hotel to ritz yes and uh i was like what if you have to do valet at the ritz yeah and i said what if we call the valet and say, bring our car out and the car will not start. I'm yes. like, how, how, how low class does that look? We're staying at the Ritz and our Hyundai accent that we're valeting will not start with them. Next morning, call the valet. Yeah. Go out. Um, sir, engineering is looking at your car. Uh, they couldn't get it to start. And so Uh-oh. they're going to uh, jumpstart it. Oh, okay. Great. I was like, oh, my God. So anyway, so then uh, and we're going to we're going to a sunset cruise. So it must have not been morning. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It was sunset cruise. So I'm like, well, we've got to drive to the sunset cruise and then we'll deal with it, you know, later. I We stop at the sunset cruise and I'm like, let me just try for fun to start it. Turn the key. Won't start. Will not start. So anyway, I went through. Calling their roadside assistance, doing all this stuff. We still went on the sunset cruise. I was so worried. And then for magically, when we got back, it started. Oh. Okay, but here's the deal. We I was scared to drive it at this point. So I was like, it's not like I'm gonna, I am going to be parking was ridiculous. I'm gonna be somewhere in St. Thomas that I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I could get mugged or something, and right. the car is not gonna start. And there were zombies, the whole, zombies the whole, could come out and you would not be able to drive away from them. You would you would have whole, to rely exactly. on running the whole rigmarole around that. I didn't mention is when I called their roadside assistance, they said, oh, you're in St. Thomas. We need to give you the local number. Uh, mainland roadside assistance can't handle St. Thomas. Oh. Then the number they give me uh, connects with someone in Puerto Rico. And he's like, well, I'm sorry, I'm in Puerto Rico. Uh, I can't help you. You're in St. Thomas. I'm like, oh, really? Did he he say Puerto Rico? He said Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, and he's like, let me give you the number. He gave me the number to the branch with the two women, still the same women. And they were like, oh, um, we're busy right now. Can you call back? And then when I called them back, no one answered the phone. (laughs) So we're taking uh, off for July 4th. Can you call us right back? Yeah. Luckily, it started. But anyway, so we spent the last two days Mm -hmm. doing taxis. Because I was afraid to drive the car and I called customer service and I said, um, I'm not able to use this car because blah, 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 blah. And gave them a piece of my mind. So they gave me. Did it ever occur to you just to go to a garage, any garage? I mean, I don't know how they do that stuff in St. Thomas. Yellow (laughs) pages or Google. You could have just found a mechanic uh, or a Hyundai dealership or something that just like. Hey, you know, my car won't start. He's like, and then you pay for it. It'd be cheaper than paying for taxi cabs to just pay for it to be fixed. <sighs> no, I, well, I may have thought about it, but I thought it anyway. They, 
And I, so when I call customer service, I'm like, what can you do to, for me? Cause I'm not going to be able to use this car. And there's, and they're like, well, there's nothing for us to swap for you. I'm like, I'm aware mm-hmm. <laughs> I've called multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they can jump start it at the hotel. So if I just leave it at the hotel and then on the last day, they will jump start it if required. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm scared to get gas. So, cause they can jump start it, but I'm afraid that when I stop at the gas station, yeah, you know, restart. It won't restart. So anyway, we, we took taxis. That was, that was really the only drama of the trip. So I did have a little fight with the lady at the Avis when we got back. Yeah. Cause I What'd was like, do? what did they do? Well, she wanted to charge me for gas. And I said, um, no, I said, I called your, she's like, oh no, no, no. You shouldn't have called customer service. Did you call us? I'm like, lady, I called you. You didn't answer the phone. <laughs> I'm like, so I call customer service. What do you want? Well, he didn't put it on the account. Well, I'm like, I don't care what he did. And she's like, well, that car's brand new. I can't imagine. Why didn't you call roadside assistance? I'm like, chick, I called roadside assistance. They said they couldn't handle it. I needed to call you. And guess who didn't answer the phone? You didn't answer the phone. What do you want me to do? Like, what was I supposed to do? Anyway, she didn't charge me for gas, but we had to have a little fight. Oh, look Um, at you. Look at you uh, standing up for your... uh... And so I got, it's not really, I wish they'd this, given this is when some people are when people please are Adam snaps. It's <laughs> it was bad. Like, calls her chick. Um, look, chick. I didn't really call her chick. I was look, thinking chick, chick what, in my what mind. If her name, what if her name actually was chick? Like that was I like just, her name. Like that's a, it's a proud St. Thomas name. Hello, just, my name is chick, chick McGovern. I just said, I don't know what you want me to do. I called and no one answered the phone. So who, who, who? A normal individual would call customer, sir. Oh, no, sir. You shouldn't have called customer. Well, what the hell do you want me to do? You know? No idea. No idea. Anyway, so it were, that was, look, the weather was beautiful. We couldn't have asked for nicer weather. Everything else we did worked out perfectly. The food was good. The beaches were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the best beaches. Well, other than the Philippines, I don't know, top three beaches of, of all the trips he and I have done. Nice. And uh, it was fun. But the rental car was a pain in the ass. I well, I'm I'm happy that you, you know, I I've I I learned something, Adam, from my shakedown trip on the RV. Plus, also watching just thousands of YouTube channels about RVs and everything. And this does relate to your, your rental car story, by the way. Is there are a lot of warranties that come with rvs and there's extended warranties you can buy and the more and more research you do on them you they come out to their they're basically you're on your own basically you're on your own if your refrigerator in your rig stops working you're going to have to pay someone to fix it there's no warranty other than the original manufacturer warranty that will do anything for you you're just going to have to pay to have it fixed so having being in that mindset is you know i think if i were to have a rental car that was having problems i probably would have just looked for a mechanic. I just would have found a car dealership or something and just made a service appointment and taken it in and just paid for it to be fixed. I'm and sure then, all it needed was a new battery, but you know, which I probably well, could but, have done, yeah. but, or, or you, maybe the battery was one of those ones, the evaporative batteries and you needed to put more distilled water in it or something. And it was unable to, it wasn't recharging from the alternator or something. It was weird. And actually my car has done this before. Mark noticed that the times when it wouldn't start mm-hmm. was the hotter part of the day. Yeah. But, and I don't know how that would be related at all, but it was just weird. I know, but my car, sometimes my car won't start when it's cold. Yeah. And I have no idea. Like I'm not a mechanic. I don't know what that's all about. I know, but anyway. I know that there is a thing with batteries not holding as good of a charge in cold weather. Like that was a big concern of Tesla in colder climates uh, that, that the battery, you know, the, the posted range that you would get on your electric car would not be anywhere near that because in cold weather, your batteries do not. So one of the things that electric cars have in them are heating systems because uh, to, to keep the batteries at the right temperature. In fact, the only liquid that is in Zach's car is cooling fluid, like radiator fluid that, that runs all the way the length of the battery compartment and everything to keep it uh, at a constant temperature. Anyway, it's not important. Um, I think I, we're, we're doing a slightly modified show today because we're not live. Right. And it's Sunday and we're trying to, you know, life. And I, I just wanted, I didn't want to go another week without doing a show. Anyway, all of which is to give you, dear listener, a heads up that we're not going to do a lot of our normal segments tonight. So on this show, 
So I'm not going to be doing the news game or our, uh, Stuff well, that's because you've been team. away and haven't had time to make sure that you've read all everything in advance. <laughs> and you don't have the chat room here to give you the answers. So are you trying yeah. to like go no, me no, into no, doing no, I no, can no, win the news game, I'm, Adam? I'm not. I'm, I'm like, just saying, I, you know, not. it's convenient. We also got some extra there was a some kind of drama on another Pride 48 show that I have some clips from, but you know what? We're gonna save that for, for Friday's show. So Oh, okay. Uh, one other thing I wanted that. to mention yeah. that I think I'm going to start doing when I travel. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this would be allowed if I was flying, though, because I know they have a weird thing with lithium batteries. But that car charger that I have, I have a car jump starter mm-hmm. that I think now I'm traumatized. I think I might want to take that with me. Yeah. So that if I'm ever in a rental car and that happens again. I have the jump starter with me. You the, know? the problem with those things is that after you use them once or twice, you have to recharge them and they do not recharge quickly. They, they, you know, takes them a while no. to recharge. But, uh, you know what, Adam, this is such a weird niche thing though. You just happen to be in, in the middle of, you know, a pandemic when rental car things were, no low That's on a holiday right. weekend when right after a pandemic when everyone's coming out you know from their shell to travel it's been crazy everywhere i mean it's been crazy at the campgrounds campgrounds uh, a lot of the rv channels are complaining about how difficult it is to get into some of the more popular campgrounds because they're just completely booked up six seven months out in advance um and that this is this is upsetting to them because they're used to just being able to show up and, you know, at Yosemite and be able to go in. And now you have to make a reservation and whatnot. As you know, Adam, uh, we bought a new RV. Yeah, I've seen some pictures. It's really nice. It's much larger than <laughs> what big. you were planning on. Yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, so we did our whole shakedown cruise. It was like this whole complicated thing of we took possession of the trailer on Monday, July 5th. So after the July, we couldn't take it over the weekend because the dealership was closed for July 4th. So I could not have it Friday and Saturday. I could only, I mean, on Sunday. So I had to pick it up on Monday, July 5th. And it's permanent home is in the backyard at my nephew's house, which is about 20 minutes from here. He has a very large backyard uh, and it's on high ground and it's under a a canopy of oak trees. So it's, it's quasi shaded and it's nice high ground. It's nice solid high ground. And so, and it's in his, you know, so uh, that's his permanent home. But because this RV is brand new to us, there's a lot of things that we have to do, right? We have to buy towels and dishes and uh you know bring in like our ice machine and you know just yeah a lot of things that we want to let sheets for the bed these things that we're we're putting in it so i wanted it close to the house before our first trip so that we could easily get those things because we you know we'd have to buy sheets and then take them in to the rv and then go measure it or whatever i didn't want to have to keep driving out to my nephew's so, so i found this rv park near the house here it's the lazy days rv park um, which Aren't they is, always called something like that? Yeah. Well, Lazy Days is a large RV uh, dealership, so, and they also have an RV park here. So, uh, and it's the off season right now in Florida. The peaceful rest RV park. That's the- true. <laughs> that's true. So, uh, anyway, it was it was like forty bucks a night to be there, and so I I I put it there Monday through Thursday because we were taking it to the new camp. We're taking it to the to our campground that we were going to go through this past weekend. We were taking it up Thursday night. So I figured, okay, well, that's great. I'll have Monday after work. Well, I mean, Monday was a day off. So I'll have Monday to get it into the spot. Uh, and then Tuesday after work, I can have time to go and get things hooked up in it. And, and then Wednesday, I can do other things on it and maybe spend the night there. And then Thursday, I'll you know work from the RV all day because we have to check out at four o'clock. Um, so I'll just work from the RV on Thursday and then we'll take it up to the sawmill. And uh, the problem was, Adam, is there was this damn hurricane <laughs> that showed up heading towards well, Florida. Was this, was this Elsa? Was that the yeah. tropical storm yeah. or whatever? Did it yeah. actually turn yeah, it, into a it hurricane? It finally or? went into a Cat 1 hurricane like at the last okay. minute. But the thing is, is what you don't understand about Florida is Florida gets... 
I don't know, 72, 80 hurricanes a season. We get tons of hurricanes. There's tons of hurricanes that hit Florida every year. And we we all know what's happening. Like, it, this is not new. This is not new for people that live in Florida. This is the same routine every single year. And I swear to you, every if you went back and listened to some of our podcasts from July over the past decade, uh, you would hear me probably repeating this same thing every fucking July. The first hurricane of the season, everyone loses their goddamn mind. So on Tuesday, when I'm just trying to rush, you know, bop down to Walmart to buy a couple of things. Oh. Walmart is packed with people buying hurricane supplies. No toilet and, paper, no water. Right. I don't need any no. of that. I don't need the hurricane. You know, I don't need any. I was picking up. I don't even remember what I was picking up. I think uh, not bed sheets, but like I think I was getting like. Well, a you towel. needed the portable glory hole for the trip, right? So <laughs> Some, uh, I mean, it's, I was I just trying to they... pick up random things. Uh, I think I was trying to get a GoPro mount or something like that. But it's like I'm going, and it's like the line is stretched. I'm like, oh my god, it's this fucking hurricane. And so I but Tuesday was just a no. I couldn't do anything on Tuesday. I couldn't get half of anything done. So I lost a day, and then on Wednesday. Uh, I did get some stuff and I spent the night. And so the very first night that I spent in the RV was Wednesday night at the Lazy Days campground. Um, so Zach didn't spend the night with you that first night? No, he stayed here at the house okay. with with our cat. And um, so and it was just an overnight. And then I was just going to work from there Thursday. And then he came up to the campground Thursday before checkout. And we did the whole breakdown. So we did our whole shakedown cruise. I think the only real issue that we ran into, you'll hear more about this in excruciating detail. I know too late on the, uh, that darn Elvis podcast. But the only thing that we, we have at this point in time is, uh, our tires are not holding their, uh, their fill. What are you trying to say? You know what I'm saying? Like they need to be holding air. They're not holding the pressure. Yeah. They need to be at 65 PSI. Yeah. I checked them before we left lazy days and some of them were at 35, some of them were at 40. And so I, I, I have an air pump, so I got them all up to 65. And then we were at the campground over the weekend, Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. And then when we hooked up this morning, Sunday to, to leave, I checked the tires again, as you're supposed to do every trip. And one of them was down to 40 and the other was once had come down to 50. So there's some slow leakage, issue with the tire. Mm. I was going to replace the tires anyway with better tires. So I'm just, I'm stepping that up on my list. And then the other thing is our refrigerator doesn't work at all. Like the refrigerator won't come on. We had some very nice people at the campground try to help us uh, troubleshoot our refrigerator to see what it, it it's getting power everywhere that it needs to. We, you know, you test all the power and it's like, but the refrigerator itself just won't come on. It's like the, so the they didn't, they didn't test that as before they, they were saw, supposed like, to. But if uh, my point is, is, if it was just something like a fuse or something that I could easily fix while I was at the campground, then I would. Because, yes, I can take it back to the deal, which is probably what I'll end up doing is taking it back to the dealership and get it fixed. But that means I have to go back out to my nephews, hook the trailer up, you know, tow it into the service center, leave it there to have them fix it and then tow it back. So it was it was one of those things is like if I could fix it with a fuse you know, right, right, right. I, if I can diagnose no, I myself, it. then I can. They also have mobile RV mechanics. And I may just take this on myself because it was a used RV. And I know that if I call the dealership, they're going to be like, well, you know, you bought it as is. And if the refrigerator doesn't work, then, you know, if it needs a part, then you're going to have to pay for that part. And I was just like, you know, they have mobile RV guys. I could just have one come out to the yard where it's at and fix it there. How does that work? If you're a mobile RV mechanic do you have to know how to fix all the different pieces of equipment because there's an ac in there there's a fridge in there there's probably a stove in there there's like all of this yeah so they just have to be a jack of all like whatever you you would tell them ahead of time what it is you're coming you know so it's like in this case it's a dometic refrigerator and that's the brand name of it and i would give them the model number and then they would be like oh yeah okay we'll send a guy out there to do it and so that guy would have the parts i mean it would be like any other mechanic like if they don't have the part then they're gonna say okay well we found the problem but we're gonna have to order a part yeah but i mean when i take my car to the mechanic I'm not like, oh, you need to fix my fridge in my car. Yeah, it's like, exactly. it's different, right? So I don't, I mean, so we'll, it'll, we'll find out because, you know, at this point I figure, and it's one of those things, it's like, you know what? A brand new Dometic refrigerator freezer for our RV. Like if, 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 if it exploded and I needed to buy a brand new one, it's $1,600 to, for a brand spanking new one off the, off the bench. So 
my thoughts are, well, it's got to cost less than $1,600 to fix it. <laughs> it's like, it couldn't cost yeah. more than $1,600 to fix this thing. Otherwise it'd be like, oh, no, just buy me a new one. Just slap a new one in there. Um, anyway, so we'll find out. We'll find out, I guess, in the next coming weeks. We don't, we don't have another, we have a, a month down. So the next steps on the RV are to go out and, you know, get those things addressed, get the tires uh, chained, you know, get new tires for it, get the, um, get the air, you know, not the air conditioner, get the, the refrigerator up and running, uh, make sure that all that stuff's working. And then uh, the next trip that we're going to take, is, well, actually, it's just me because Zach's going to St. Louis. So the next trip is going to be in August. So uh, anyway, no, we had, we had a great, uh, we had a great trip. We had a good, good, a good shakedown trip. That was pretty good. I think, it, you know, for the only thing does, really. And let does me say Zach this. like that as much? Because I know when you go camping, he wants to stay in a cabin or something. Yeah. So for him, was that as good or better than a cabin? Oh yeah, better than a cabin because we had more room. Okay. Uh, we were our campsite was close enough to the camp Wi-Fi that he could play Final Fantasy on the laptop there, so he could he could play his game like he would at home. So uh, we watched uh, Black Widow on Saturday, and uh, the camp had a big Netflix and chill. <laughs> they had a Netflix because it's in the air conditioned space. See Netflix and chill. Uh, and they were playing in the Heights. So we, we went up there at like six o'clock and watched in the Heights, uh, over at the bar and had some drinks while we were watching in the Heights. So yeah, we had, we had a great weekend, uh, cool. with campfire. We saw some friends there, um, made some new friends. It was fun. We had a great trip, but, uh, I just wanted to say this really quick about two years ago, I bought this ice maker. On the Amazon. one you have in your studio slash I office? I had it. I had it in my studio for the longest time. Oh, okay. But I originally bought it for the office, right? Because at the office, I wanted to drink. I drink Diet Coke. I'm a horrible person. I drink a lot of Diet Coke. And at the office, they nickel and dime you, right? You have to buy the Diet Cokes from the vending machine and they're, you know, a buck 75 a piece. And there's, hey, I don't want to take in like a six pack and put it in the refrigerator and then have to keep where So I was, my solution was, oh, I'll just buy an ice maker and then get some two liter bottles of Diet Coke because there's, I can use it and just keep two liter bottles there. And then I can just, I'll have Diet Coke. And it worked great for a while until we moved to another building where we had an ice machine. So then I didn't need it anymore. Right. But I, I got a lot of shit from my coworkers for buying this ice machine, which only costs like $150. I'm and I'm sure, and I don't know this, but I've, I just envision all, you know, you're on a, you're on a call, you know, you're, you're having a meeting at your desk or something and you hear this rattling, the, the noise yes. that an ice maker makes. And yeah. they're like, what, what, what is that noise? Like, what am I? Oh, that's just my ice maker. It's I'm sorry. Maker. You, yeah. you know, keep going. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, speaking of that, I should have mentioned that this would be appropriate to mention here. One of the concerns about working from the RV was the noise because the, the air conditioner is not quiet. The air conditioner is a very loud air conditioner and is directly above the table where you're working, you know, the dinette table inside the, the air conditioner, inside the rig. So my first thought was, oh, I could just go out to the truck to take meetings. Like, so I could just take my laptop out to the truck and do meetings because it's much quieter with the air conditioner in the truck. Uh, but the, all the news noise, all the new noise filters and everything that are built into Microsoft teams and whatnot, it completely blocked out my air conditioner. It's like people like, I'm like, I'm really sorry about the jet engine that you hear in the background. That's, that's my air conditioner. Cause I'm in the rig and they're like, I don't, I don't hear anything. <laughs> so oh, I just, a, a tip of the hat to, uh, the noise cancellation features on go Microsoft uh, on Microsoft teams. They, they, they completely cover that. Anyway, what I wanted to say about this ice machine, Adam, yes, that has been the most versatile in investment that I have ever made is in that day. I use that thing in so many weird ways. Like we have big D and D games and people uh, didn't have enough ice because there was five of us playing in their house and you know, everyone wanted ice for their drinks and their ice machine in their apartment didn't keep up. I'm like, Hey, I have an ice maker. I'll just bring that and we'll have ice at the uh, game. So I would do that. I would take it over to the D and D game. And now in our rig, I, it, we have ice. That was wow. like, uh, we, we, even though we didn't have a refrigerator that was working, we had an ice chest, uh, that we had filled up with drinks and stuff before we went. And, but now we had ice so we can have ice water. We could have, uh, you know, ice water with, with flavoring. We could have, uh, mixed drinks and everything. So it was, uh, that ice. So screw you people who made fun of me for buying that ice maker. <laughs> I, 
I have triumphed. That was a, that was an amazing investment on my part. Just just one. I'm not a, you know I'm not a big user of ice. Normally I buy bottled. You know, whatever, like I've got right here and I, when they get, when, when they get too warm and I don't want to drink anymore, I put them back in the fridge and get a fresh one. And then I just constantly pull a bottle out, but. Yeah. All right. Well, we have to uh, wrap this up here, Adam. So I want to hear about your last topic oh, here because well, uh, we, I heard the garage door open, which means that dinner has arrived. Oh no, you didn't hear a garage door open. No, here. Oh, like there. Oh, okay. Yeah, under me. Um, well, this is really, there's not really even a story, but I just wanted to mention this because I, so we stayed at the Ritz for the last three nights mm-hmm. and the first night we decided, okay, we're going to eat at their restaurant at the Ritz. Mm-hmm. And so we go in and they put us at a table. We're outside, which is nice, <clears throat> right next to the ocean. We can hear the waves oh. and all that. And uh, we're next to this large group of, I want to say, 40-something slash 50-something straight couples. They are the worst. And I only know this because they were talking so loud. So loud. No, just, oh, yeah, well, we were at this party and and they weren't talking. That was not their accent. I can't. It was more of a Jewish New York sort of accent, which I don't know how to do, but just imagine that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, talking so loud and I knew everything about their business. Mark at one point was I'm playing ocean noises. So I'm (laughs) resetting, setting the scene here. Mark at one point was like, I wonder if we could ask our waitress if we can move. And I said, but it's going to be obvious that those people are, we can't ask to move. They're going to have to move all our bread and our water and all this stuff. And the people are going to know that we asked to care? move because Why do of you them. Care if the people know, and that, but because you know how I am, it's just just a thing. Um, and so, but based on their conversation, I just I don't know that I ever want to be a rich person or be <laughs> that type of. I know people jokingly say that I'm like a one percenter or whatever, but no, mm-hmm. it was like. I don't even remember now. I I should have written it down. But the thing that stands out in my mind was they were like asking the waitress. So do we really have to go to the airport? Oh, my God. Waiting three hours in the airport. What are we going to do? Like we can't. And and then one of them goes, you know, Janice, uh, next time we fly, we should just do private because honestly, you know, a pro- it's so worth it. It is it's so, I mean, we so did, worth it. we yeah. did, look, we did first class on the way here, but it was a joke. I mean, there were like three rows and there was, a, I mean, we, <laughs> let's just do private next time because I mean, totally, it's not that much money. I mean, we, you know, mm-hmm. we could do it. It'll be, we don't have to wait three hours. He's like a friend of mine literally drives up to the airplane, doesn't even have to wait in the, this is the conversation they're having. And then. Mm-hmm. And it is so annoying. Mm-hmm. It is so. I mean, in fairness, you were at a Caribbean island Ritz resort. I, Did I you understand. not expect for there to be rich people I, there? Yes, I mean, I guess, but it's so. Do they? I just want to. Th- I just. Do they understand mm-hmm. how annoying that conversation is to other people? Okay, and then, and then this just this blew my mind. I, and I don't even know. Maybe this is normal. I mean, but Possibly. they order some. They order some pasta. And they're like, <clears throat> oh, you know, it was really good. But the waitress comes out and they're like, oh, it was so good. It was so good, but we're full. Do you want to take this home with you? They're asking the waitress <laughs> if she wants to take their pasta. And I'm thinking, how must that waitress feel? Like, you know, the rich people think the peasant girl, mm-hmm. you know, needs mm-hmm. to take their pasta home to feed her starving You should family. offer it to our waitress. She could probably feed her entire family with that. Oh, bless her heart. Yeah, I let's, mean, It was let's, exactly let's, like that. Do you want the dinner rolls also, hun? Yeah, exactly. That was the exact, and I felt so bad for this waitress. It was like, oh no, plus COVID. I mean, why are you going to take some people's food that's been sitting on their table? And then they go, well, last night we ordered so many steaks at Prime and we just had so much food left over. We gave it to our driver and oh. he was so excited he was going to be able to take these really nice steaks home to his family. I was like, oh, my God, you people. It was just I, I couldn't. The most annoying. 
And if I'm ever rich, that kind of rich, where I could be like, oh, Mark, you know, we should just take a private plane next time or whatever. Oh, my God, I hope I'm not that annoying. I just, they were so annoying and so not aware of themselves. Like, okay, aware well, okay, well, let, of, me ask you, let me ask you this one question. Did you check into the price of a private jet after that to see what it would no, cost? No, I didn't. I don't even know. I didn't because I know it's like, look, Daniel, here's the thing. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Okay. I'm you turning know, off that, the ocean noises now since you didn't appreciate me setting the, uh, the scene. Well, I do. What, 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 what do you want me to say? Anyway, that was it. That rich people. I mean, what are you going to do? Rich people. Ugh. It's like, Baron, it's like Baron Frosty. It's like an entire table of Baron Frosties. I don't know. It, just the whole time at the Ritz, though. I mean, we enjoyed it. But just people watching all of these wealthy people, you know, with their cabanas that they've rented and these people waiting on them hand and foot and bringing them fresh baked cookies and all of this. Ugh, it's just, ugh, just, ugh, ugh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay, great. That's a great way to, uh, to end this yeah. segment here. Uh, join us uh, July 16th at 9.30 p.m. for the next day of the station. Uh, do we have anything else? I don't think we have anything else. No, I don't. I'm, I've, got, I've got chicken fried steak downstairs oh. waiting for me, Adam. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email, you can do so. Email address is contact at mixminuspodcast.com. You can send us a voicemail. We haven't gotten one of those in a while. Just point your browsing device to HTTP. That's the Hypertext Transport Protocol colon slash slash voicemail dot mix minus podcast dot com and then just start talking and uh, well I mean you'd hit the button first but then start you, you get you'll figure it out I trust you uh you're you're I was gonna say you're a bright person but then I I know Kathy, we don't know Kathy Bacon listens and she has a she struggles with not that Kathy Bacon's not smart but she's really struggles with some technology sometimes anyway adam it's so nice to talk to you after yeah. your your vacation i'm glad that you made it back safely from the uh the foreign lands of saint thomas yeah um, I, uh, yeah i'm glad you had a good time as well on on your thing i i the only thing i can relate to this rich person is i once gave a homeless person a breadstick <laughs> i did <laughs> Okay. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. <laughs>